art books that simply don't fit neatly into any literary genre, and the new one by Tricia Hannafin is definitely in that camp. The Time Lizards archaeologist is part speculative fiction and part cli-fi with lashings of psychology, spirituality and mythology. The novel's set in 2016, 2026 and 2036, and the central character is psychologist and dream therapist Jason Winston. While trying to help other people to make sense of their dreams, he struggles to analyse his own. Mark Chesterman reads from The Time Lizards archaeologist. Finally, there's enough of me assembled to recognise myself. I'm Jason Philip Winston, born 1962, psychoanalyst and dream therapist. I work with images from the unconscious and the feelings and sensations that accompany them. My parents, Anastasia and Samuel, are both dead. My sister, Helene, has passed too. She married my best friend, David. They had two boys, Sam and Liam. I married Jenny a respected environmental architect. I say these things to lay bare my connections, to piece together who I am. This is how we wake every morning. We throw out the net and go fishing. We draw ourselves up. We draw ourselves in. Layer by layer we drag our sense of ourselves out of the ocean of the unconscious, out of memory, out of our dreaming selves out of our collective psychic inheritance. Oh, Tricia Hannafin is with us now from Tamaki Makaurau, Auckland. Kia ora, Tricia. Kia ora, then. Well, as I mentioned, I was trying to think of a description, kind of genre slippery is what I came up with. So which bookshelf <laughs> would you put it on? Well, I agree. It's a very um, multi-layered, unusual book. Um, even I don't understand it all. Um, I was very influenced by reading about mythology um, by Joseph Campbell and about mythological stories. And I think parts of it um, fit in with his kind of definition. He says there are four dimensions to kind of um, mythological stories, mystical, cosmological, sociological, and pedagogical. I don't think I do the pedagogical, but the mystical, you know, um, Imagining what lies behind the surface of the world, the cosmological is kind of our image of the world and the universe, so I suppose you could call that science. And the sociological is about how we uh, maintain our social life, our social and economic life. So I think it is a kind of attempt at a mythological story, but it's not only that. And I think people can read it on many different levels. Um, you could just read it as a family drama, um, as the story of someone who's really struggling with grief and loss. Um, and you can also read it as a kind of um, hymn to the natural world and to you know the problems of what's happening with our world uh, and climate change. So I think people can read it at whatever level um, they like, really. I did wonder if you're somebody who has particularly vivid dreams yourself. I mean, Jason, even though this is his career, is is really overwhelmed by dreams and memories. Yes, you could say that. I, for many years, I kept a, um, a dream diary. I've always found the kind of dreaming mind uh, very interesting. And I think um, Jason's a character whose rational mind, his conscious mind, can no longer make sense of what he's experiencing. And 
I suppose like many people, yes, I've had occasions in my life where my rational conscious mind um, is overwhelmed by, um, you know, personal and, and wider events. Um, and I think we go to other parts of ourselves to try and understand the world. And sometimes the, the world can be very overwhelming for people. I mentioned you've got these three time periods separated by 10 years, 2016, 2026, not so far away now, of course, and 2036. I thought 2026 was an interesting time to look at because there's an ecological crisis that you've got happening in Tamaki Makaura, Auckland. Uh, the bee population is all but wiped out and also a virus. I think you were mm. writing this, though, before the pandemic, Yes. I was. It's taken me a long time to complete this book. So I, I actually started working on it uh, 20 years ago, uh, which is a long time. Um, and it did start from a dream. Um, and I read quite a lot over the years about bees. Um, bees are fascinating. Many people find them fascinating. And what would happen if the bee population was pretty much wiped out? So, yes, that was... Um, quite a while ago and so in in the time lizards archaeologist um the the virus is kind of has attacked the bees and then goes on to um attack people but i had no idea of uh, what we were in for i must say over the last couple of years with covid but i think a lot of writers um imagine and i suppose that's part of that kind of speculative fiction type idea is that we imagine a utopia or a dystopia what would happen if and I think you know I think many novels are about what would happen if this happened or that happened or if we did this rather than that um, so yes yeah, so I suppose it's all around us really um, even though none of us kind of imagined what we'd go through with COVID and lockdowns and uh, everything that we've all been going through but um, yeah so it was it was an interesting um, outcome, I guess, coming out right in the middle of um, a major pandemic. As you mentioned, um, Tricia, this is also an exploration of grief. And I was very moved when you're writing about the death of, of Jason's sister and he's trying to m make sense of it mm. on all these different levels, but over overwhelmed by grief, even though he has, as a therapist, techniques, you know, that 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 might be able to help yeah. other people, but he's struggling. And I think that's true of all of us, you know, whether you're an expert in uh, any particular thing. In the end, we're just all human beings, and it's our own emotions that we struggle with um, and struggle to make sense of. So even though he is, you know, a very intelligent um, and a very intelligent character who relies very much on his intellect to understand the world. When he's kind of slayed by the loss of his beloved sister, um, it brings up um, all of his griefs, his grief about his father's death, his mother's death, um, you know, about the family itself. And um, I think that's very much part of what happens to people that we may expect that we'll cope really well with something and then we find that we're not coping at all. So, yeah, so that's kind of Jason. So he has to rely on another part of himself, another part of his mind, or and I call that, the, you know, his dreaming mind, to help him heal. Um, yeah. Well, Trisha Kakite, thank you so much. The Time Lizards Archaeologist is published by Cloud Inc. Lots to think about.